Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. I am terrified. <laughs> I need an adult, I think. This game's... It's a prison. It's a prison I can't get from. There's so much ice cream. I can't eat anymore. You've never... <laughs> so, so much conversations about heart and emotions. So much return to castle. So much. I just... I'm at my breaking point, man. This game is... It's, it's, it's wearing me thin. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I think I think we have a therapist for this episode. Yeah, yeah. D- did we mention that this uh, is a special guest episode? <laughs> <laughs> it's the new mid. <sighs> it's the new mid-season premiere of Insert Dumb Show Name Here, but it's got hard in it, therefore it's cool. Yeah, let's switch things up. Cause gosh knows. Uh, Things aren't changing in terms of the story of three, five, eight days. It, uh, it was funny because I was thinking but, before we recorded, like we're getting to the thick of, like the true thick of it, and now you just had basically a psychotic breakdown. So I'm very curious where the breakdown begins or ends. So, mm, well, we'll get into all that and more in today's episode of Kingdom Hearts by Heart. I'm your spooky balloon, Kevin, joined by my thick two-ton unit, uh, Marshall. Uh. And today, we are jumping right back in where we left off, which is to say, day 152, colon, the wrong buttons. (gasps) What could that be referring to? <clears throat> so, let's see. Last episode, we got a a hint of a tease of one Halloween down, but we'll be able to explore it some more in today's discussion, starting with Mission 45, Collecting Their Hearts, girl. Yep. So, <clears throat> before we do that, in the gray area, you can grab a combo tech from Zaldan and... I like every time I go back to this game, I have to like refresh what all these terms mean. So the techs <laughs> are like the synthesis items, yes. but the gear is the keyblade as a whole. Yes, and then the like, like what? Is, what is the panel that you attach to the thing? It, so, is that just the gears or like a separate? There's like the ability units, I guess. Yeah. So, like that's what yeah, I'm yeah. So like. I I, had, I also had this conundrum uh, kind of over the weekend uh, getting up to uh, the point we are now. Because I, uh, during yep. the notes, I kept listing everything as links. And, like, technically, yep. they're ability panels. And I just wanted to kind of rip my, like, hair out of my skull at that point. Uh, it, it's, like, yeah. unnecessarily complicated. Like, sometimes they go by this term. Sometimes they go by that. So, I it's a very whisk all Scotch is whiskey, not a whiskey is whiskey is scotch. So I think anything mm. you slot into a keyblade or a link zone, which is like your double cast, your level up thingies, those all count as link panels. 
at the end of the day. Okay. But then, like like you were saying, like the ability unit, the power unit, the magic unit, and the, the guard unit are slightly different, but basically the same thing. I've just kind of called anything that I put into... So, like, technically, like, fire isn't a link panel, but you can put fire in the link zone of a double cast. At this point, right. I just refer to all of them as link panels. But, like, for example, like, um, there's, because uh, we got upgraded air slide, like, technically, the, like, air slide level up can only go in, like, the, you know, can only be connected to air slide, the base one. So, technically, that should right. be a link panel, but, and fire shouldn't be. But at this point, fuck it, they're just all link panels. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, like I, the entire spreadsheet. I am track of all this. I am dreading the crownies for this because we're not, <gasps> we're not gonna know Keyblade names <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> They're gonna be like I because you see the gear name so much more than you see the actual like you have to go searching for the actual Keyblade name. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, it's, it's, very it's this gear, which is this keyblade for those at home. But I, I yeah, I'm I could a, not tell you what keyblade I'm using right now. I'm already it's the I'm purple already, one. I'm already <laughs> dreading them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the texts no. the texts are very useful. So for those playing along, yeah. pick up every tech you can. Luckily, we're at the point now where some of the enemies drop text which is very nice under certain circumstances and also the enemies drop the, yes. the gear components which are i feel like every keyblade is a bunch of gear components and then like a tech and then like maybe like a bronze or an iron like a like a like a pure synthesis material so uh, right like the gear components are very very good i know it's literally once we got to be able to make keyblades uh, it's the the little cannons in Olympus dropped. I got like a butt ton of gear components because I was like, oh, I need these to make keyblades. Gosh darn, I only got three. And then I picked up like five and I was like, oh crap. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I finally got that rune take I've been after, but hey. as we're about to talk about, we're going to get a new keyblade and I'm like, well, which is better? <laughs> the synthesizable one or the one I just got? And then in a little bit, the ones I can, like the new ones I can buy. So, yep. it, I don't know. They they throw way too many Keyblades at you, which I guess is good, because they all kind of do different things. But yeah. it, there's not an easy way to compare them side by side. Exactly. So, it's just like, eh. Because it's not whatever. like we can, like, <laughs> it's not like I'm bumming around Timeless River and I can change between Kingdom Key and Monochrome and Hidden Dragon and see which one. I feel like the Keyblades in Days, they are all... I feel like... I mean, one, you should use a Keyblade, but you could definitely use Kingdom Key if you do not care, because that's Probably. that's that's the flexibility of, like, the panel system, basically. But I, I feel like it's... Yeah, I feel like it's much more of a... Like, a stylistic choice. So I can just kind of go balls to the walls with whatever big swipey keyblade is or i can do like yeah, like a precise magic build or i want to focus on aerial stuff so i feel like if you yeah. find a keyblade you like it'll probably work for a good while if you find a keyblade that works better go ahead but also you're probably going to find an upgraded version of the thing you like so you're you're kind of right. allowed to experiment but whatever you like is still kind of going to be viable as you play through the game uh there're definitely certain missions that cater to Perhaps using more magic, perhaps using aerial combos, but at the end of the day, you're not really screwed over because I want to play this way, which I do kind of appreciate a little bit. 
Not gonna lie. Yeah. Do you? So yeah, let's jump on into the mission. Halloween Town, collect hearts. Hey. So we got another another batch of missions. Uh, this is one of the mandatory ones. Um, so yeah, you're thrown right into Guillotine Gate. And yep, turn around and you'll get a new keyblade if you inspect the chest. Yeah. But there is the Phantom Gear, which will gift you the Crown of Guilt Keyblade, which is a magic oriented keyblade. Kevin Yay! debates all of his life decisions right then and there because he now he has a better magical keyblade. Yeah, I was like, okay. This this seems good enough to carry me for the next five hours, so I don't have to worry about mm. messing with my keyblade panels. So yeah, no, I, yeah, I got so this far, one. This, so one's, good. this one's pretty good. I uh, I think this is the point where I got two ability, or I had like two ability panels or ability units, sorry, for like a while. Uh, but they, they, at least with the keyblades we have so far, they didn't lock anything cool, like super duper cool. Like I got like, oh, defender and then I get combo boost. Yay. Like pretty vanilla stuff. Yeah. With this one, uh, like the first ability you get is fire finisher. So, like, your finisher is a chance to do fire damage, ignite, which I thought was, it's pretty dope, especially, like, if you're going on a mission mm. similar to this, was a lot of ice or, you know, blizzard-based enemies. And then the second one was combo magic, which is kind of like, I think it's like leaf bracer, but for all magics, you don't, I, do, I forget if you mm. still get hit. That's interesting. But basically, yeah, you can, you'll never be interrupted mid-cast, which, for a magic build, I think is also very, very good. Yeah, that's super handy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what we have here is um, the, the preambles, another hair-brained scheme, or should I say skull-brained scheme, <laughs> Jack, um, where there are a bunch of spooky balloons spread across the town. Oh, no. And you can't interact with them which is weird, like, not even, like, an investigate, like, oh, what's this? They're just floating in the abyss. Um, but, yeah, if you go to the next uh, the next room, um, you'll get a little cutscene between Jack and Dr. Finkelstein, mm. where Jack goes in the old elevator pitch. Uh, look, it's, uh, it's Halloween. Uh, what do we got? We got, we got balloons. Uh, the balloons. The, the spooky. It's spooky balloons. That's enough for a whole Halloween theme, huh? Yep. <laughs> People never thought of balloons. And <laughs> uh, come yeah. on, Jack, you could do better than this. Yeah, running, running a little low on the uh, the creative juices there. <laughs> um, but these aren't just balloons; they're balloons filled with bugs. Ah, <laughs> so scary. <laughs> they. They got bugs. Um, that's it. So, yep, that's that's the tweet. So, <laughs> if you hit the balloons, you'll you'll get a little bug surprise, which doesn't do anything. It's pretty much just a little particle effect. Yeah. It's not like the bugs are like they hurt you or anything. It's just like a surprise. Um, but yeah, we're supposed to be tracking down heartless, but there ain't no heartless around. What gives? Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Um, so once we go to the next room, uh, we will meet a very blue looking zero. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with that render, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he is commiserating with Jack 
Um, and like, I think Zero is the one to figure out that the balloons can like do a thing. <laughs> and Jack just didn't. He just had them, but Zero figures out that they like explode into bugs or something like that. I don't know. My memory's a little foggy with this part. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... It's it definitely, uh, J- Jack has two moods in days, and that is, oh, woe is me, or, by goody gosh, I got the best idea ever for the best Halloween right now. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those, like, oh, woe is, he literally goes from, like, mood A to mood B in, like, uh, a single hair. Um, <sighs> I think Zero comes up with, the, or, like, Zero's motion comes up with the idea for, like, whatever addition he's going to add to the balloon. So he's like, oh my goodness, Zero, thanks for the idea. You want a bone? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, he's like, I'll reward you with a bone later. Just, I don't know, kind of weird. Like, he definitely implies it's going to be, like, one of his bones, like his rib cage bone. Oh, he definitely just, like, takes out, like, an arm bone and gives it to him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he, like, literally takes one of his bones, which, I mean, that's what he does in the movie, but it is weird to see, like, see it rendered in the game it's like huh i don't know how i feel about this um but yeah hint hint zero likes bones so yeah we can finally begin the heartless hunt proper because mm. um yeah they're they're hiding away and they're ready to spring up and spook you but you can get drop on them if you team up with zero it's yes a, it's a zero team up so there are little bonies spread throughout, and if you collect one, you can then use the uh, the highly sought-after bone command and give Zero the bone, and then you scratch his back, he scratches yours, he stiffs out a heartless, and just takes a very leisurely stroll to uh, the location which he is snuffed <laughs> out. So you kind of just got to let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you'll, like, find three other Heartless before he actually gets to the spot. Uh, but it's okay. He's doing his best. He's um, doing the little and... best he literally can do. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yep. I I kind of, I kind of, I mean, th- welcome to, like, RPG video game mindset. I was like, okay, I got to ration out how many bones I can give. There might be literally no. a bone for every single spot you can examine, so... I wouldn't be conservative yeah. with Zero. I would just kind of go ham and just... Yeah. I was like, oh, let me try to find some of my own, maybe. And then, like, find one and come back to Zero. Be like, alright, I'm dumb. Like, you, you know exactly what's going on. Show me around, kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you don't have to be... Um, don't have to hold back um, on this one, luckily. Um, yeah, yeah, there's bones everywhere. Exactly. And also, side note, if you're playing the game right now, you should find all the heartless in this mission. It'll come up later. Ooh, find mm-hmm. all them heartless, y'all. Yeah, but, um, but it's, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, it takes its time because you give Zero the bone. He has his his leisurely float to the correct location, and obviously the, the fight that ensues from there. Uh, I feel like most of these were pretty simple. Like they were like snowy crystals, mostly creeper worms and some other ghosts. So it was like yeah. pretty straightforward. There was no like severe pain in the ass. Besides. Just the, the mild, you know, wait for Zero to kind of get where he needs to go. But it wasn't egregious, so it wasn't too bad of a mission. Yeah. Yeah, you, like, did a thing, so I'll, I'll give it that. <laughs> uh, and more Zero's always a good thing, because he doesn't 
usually do anything in these games, so... He's just, like, like cute. sometimes he's just, like, an interactable, like, in the room or, like, in the town square. He has very little yeah. story involvement in at least the numbered titles. Well, that being one and two at this point, or in general. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's good to see we're using the other characters, because so far, Halloween Town's been pretty mild. Like, we've seen the kids, we've seen Dr. Finkelstein now, and Jack and Zero, so we have a... A much smaller cast to work with. And the kids are being the usual antagonistic selves as, again, we try to leave and Roxas gets a bomb thrown in his face yet again. So it seems Bam. like they'll be, they'll be, I mean, so far in most worlds, there's been like one kind of troublemaker a little bit. So they can mean the, literally, the kids are the antagonistic side of Halloween Town. So. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, Oogie Boogie's gone, so I guess... Oh, no, watch out for them wily kids. They're going to bomb you. Yeah. Literally just like, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert, this is going to keep um, happening, so... <laughs> yeah, they're, like, doing a thing with it. It's whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's that day. Woo! Another one to uh, to chalk off my prison cell. <laughs> um <laughs> Day 153, Disjointed Days. Mm. We're back in Olympus Coliseum. Collecting hearts with Demix. So, Demix is an entire mood. And says, ew, fighting heartless and working and getting all sweaty. No thanks. Why don't you go do all that? I'll go home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, yeah. although it's interesting because he, he's, so you're immediately dropped into the Colosseum, honestly, and then Demix is like, let's split up, you go do the hard part. But then, Heartless just start appearing once you actually start playing, and then Demix just immediately starts fighting them, which... Yes. I don't know, I just assumed he would just kind of run away, but no, he like immediately, you know, starts doing the mission, so it's like, oh, it's very so you funny. can be useful. Exactly. And literally, we, I think literally two episodes ago, we part with the first time, we're like, oh my god, look at him, he's doing the things. Yet he's so yeah. damn, yet he's so lazy, so very interesting. But yeah, like, he yes. says something to the regard, to be fair, I guess he says something to the regards of, hey, you go inside the Coliseum and look for Heartless, I'll stay outside. So the minute you do, you do go inside, he's not part of your party anymore. But you are merely dropped outside the Coliseum because, hey, it's one of three rooms here. And there's a bunch of, like, yeah. uh, there's a, um, not little cannons, but uh, the other cannon gun enemy. And then a new ice cannon, which, ugh, the, <laughs> uh, just fighting cannons on cannons on cannons wasn't very fun. So, it wasn't, uh, Correct. Yeah. You're constantly, I feel like they track you very good, so... It's yes. at that point. It's a you have to dodge roll or air slide, but only at the last second, so you can get away from the explosion. Because like the projectiles are easy to dodge, but uh, the explosions, whether it's the the fireball of the original or the ice ball of the other one, it's probably the explosion is going to catch you, and then that does obviously the status movement. So I've, I got lit on fire way too many times uh, during this dumb outside encounter. <laughs> That I care to mention. Mm. Gotcha. I just yeeted my way in to the lobby. Um, but, yeah. Cannons can be quite tricky, especially when there are a lot of them. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Moving forward. Uh, 
when you do some chit-chatting with Phil. Phil, you gotta let me into the game so I can take out some more Heartless. Mm-hmm. So, what's that? Oh boy, it's time for another Phil minigame. Yay. So, it's whack a barrel again. You gotta whack the barrel into the Heartless. And unless you're like in, insanely good, like activating your Sharingan, uh, you're probably gonna have to do it twice to get enough Heartless um, to complete the mission. Yeah. Or in my case, just just barely there, but you miss literally one second time, so you do it a third time, <laughs> and then you say, "Okay, I I got my one Heartless. I literally got the mission complete." Like pop up yay mm. so then you press pause and then you see the withdraw option and you think kevin oh, no withdraw. kevin withdraw no mini game ah! no uh i hit withdraw <laughs> then i like see the mission results screen i was like oh that was that was abrupt and then i see a big old aborted stamp so withdraw kicked me out of the entire mission which yep. egg on my face so then you have to do, do the whole thing all over again. Yeah. So, see, you see what this game does to me. I can, I can it see. toys with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a broken man. Because this is not the first time this has happened. Yeah, I. In one of the other missions, uh, I think right before this one, or maybe during one of the hollow missions, I. Uh, I uh, withdrew by accident, not thinking I could, like, w- get out of it. I just, like, uh, I think I might have, like, opened my game, and maybe in the act of closing my DS, I must have gone to withdraw by accident. So it's like, you want, it's a, so it gave me the yes, no, and I hit yes, and I was like, oh, crap, I just abandoned mission. I wasn't too far in, yep. but it was enough to be like, I'm a damn fool. So, yep. yeah, you got to be careful. Um, I think I, I think for an upcoming gray room requirement i went back to the not the beginners challenger but the last one we did hitting the barrel of the soldiers so yeah having to relive this was a uh, was not very fun and like you said again there's a minimum you have to hit nope. before you're all good and i definitely struggled so uh compared to i forget the name of the first one but i'll, I'll look at it as we're talking but yeah it's not basic training it's the challenge that is after that uh so instead of hitting barrels into Instead of hitting barrels into soldiers, you're now hitting barrels into loudmouths. So they have a bit more movement. There are many more raised platforms in this one. So it is uh, uh, more of a pain uh, to get through, but uh, you can most certainly do it. I made the grandiose mistake of having uh, the Keyblade that has has an extended... uh, ground combo um. so i would like have to hit the barrel like literally seven times and then the barrel gets launched uh also practical application is uh the one before this that we were just talking about with the soldiers uh sometimes i do know things but yeah it's i it's funny because i literally at the top of this episode i mentioned hey this game suits like most playstyle. do what you want i i had to withdraw during this one and go back and equip mm-hmm. uh Again, I know Keyblades by gear name, so Valor Gear. The one that lets me go to my finisher in two hits, and I, I used that to get through this mission. So it uh, it was a bit of suffering having to withdraw as well, but uh, I was able to get through much more easily. So 
Uh, I can't complain. Yeah. Too much. But it was... But it, it did leave a, a nasty scar, not gonna lie. Yep, as Phil's minigames tend to do. So, <sighs> once you're clear, you get a little cutscene between him and Herc talking. Ah, oh, Herc, you're a champ. Three words for you. Blah, blah, blah. And he says to Roxas, kid, you ain't ready for jack shit. Um, and then... I don't know. It's all a blur, but the mix <laughs> pops up and says, "Oh, working hard or hardly working." Um, then they get into like this whole discussion about, "Oh, Phil expects great things from me, uh, and it makes me want to work harder." As if he's part of some sort of social experiment. Mm. Um, and then he questions, "Well, what's the difference between the expectations and orders, Zimnus?" He's supposed to have really great expectations for me and Shion, because we're special tools, am I right? And that's how we do things for him? I don't know. I, I honestly <laughs> don't even know what the hell he's talking about anymore. Like, Roxas, just, just do your job. <laughs> he's questioning his place in the Great Circle. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, after Champ's Challenge, which is this minigame, uh, he feels like, you know, kid, you're barely good enough, but you're good enough for the games. Um, but then, yeah, he because uh, I think or right before the mini game, as he walks in, he sees like Phil putting Herc through the ringer. So then he has that like, he, like Hercules is getting the like like the top tier training, like being pushed to his absolute limit. Phil's like, well, if I did that to you, you would like snap in half, child. So like, don't think about it. Um, but yes, in ensuing internal conflict, and so it's very funny because it brings up this interaction between Roxas and Demix. Where he's like, Demix, what missions do you usually handle? And he's like, oh, right. they like send me a mostly on recon missions. They, uh, you know, you got to find the right tool for the right job talk. Uh, is that like that whole conversation? So Rox is, yep. you know, debating like him and Shion because they are the the Keyblade wielders and they have to be used to capture a dim good old hearts to, to get to Kingdom Hearts. Right. And. Yeah, basically, Demix is just saying, like, you know, do poorly and they'll expect poorly from you, so. <laughs> it's like getting an anniversary gift. If you do really good, you're just setting yourself up for failure next time, so set the bar low. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Uh, then we cut to, well, it's funny because we covered uh, Rocks and Shion's uh, like a mini fallout the end of last episode. Was like, oh, I got this mission. And Rox is in paradise. Yeah, Rox is like, Axe is like, oh no, Shion? Rox is like, don't expect her anytime soon. And I'm like, my guy, you had like a slight disagreement. She didn't like call you a, a very <laughs> bad name. anymore. Yeah, she didn't call you like a very bad name or anything. She's just like, you and I are different. And then like, angstily yeah. walked off. She. She didn't. She didn't kick your ice cream out of your hand or like shit in your weenies or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really tracking with this whole conflict, but yeah, it leads to them asking like, "Oh, Shion, I don't know what's wrong. What did I do?" And Axel scoffs. Yeah, well, she's a girl, ain't she? <gasps> of course, she's complicated. <laughs> he says, "One, she's a girl." Uh, Two, she's nobody. He says, yeah, yeah. yeah. G- girls are complicated. Nobodies are complicated. Girl nobodies are the most complicated. 
<laughs> or, or oh god, maybe it's the other way. He's. Uh, it might be the other way around. It might be nobody's aren't complicated because they can't have emotions. They can only replicate emotions. But Shion's a step above because she's a girl, so she's kind of complicated. <laughs> so he, real human girls forget about them. Roxas, another fucking species altogether. And I'm like, just like, this is, uh, this is a kind of a. This this dialogue like just dates itself. Unfortunately, it was. Yeah. I don't use Whatever cringe is, very it's... often, but like it was, it, it was, it was a little cringy. Honestly, it was just like <laughs> women, am yeah. I right? And I'm like, yeah. I, I mind you, this game came out in the late 2000s. I'm like reading it in 2022 was a little, a little hard to get through it. It wasn't bad by any means, but it was. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Especially in a Kingdom Hearts game, like they usually don't have that sort of dialogue. Like, yeah, there's never been off a very the top of my head. St- yeah, there's nothing that really I, stereotypical like male versus female talks. The fact that it's popped up right. now, it truly did stick out. Like, uh, have we yeah, been like, this misogynistic in, before? Right. There's a line in Birth by Sleep where Tara tells Aqua, like, "Oh, you can be such a girl sometimes," but it's kind of cute. They kind of play it off because she's like, "Oh, what do you mean sometimes?" Um, but yeah, there's never, like, a question, really, of, like, oh, a girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe in, like, some of, like, Lark scenes, like, journal entries, it's like, oh, she is the woman of the group, or, like, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely out of place. It's just, yeah. like, ugh. Two bros on the clock tower, am I right? I don't, Girls. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can't. We can't go back and change the dialogue, obviously. But yeah, it's something I wish to not remember anytime soon. I think there was a better way of saying, "Hey, uh, there's this conflict happening between you two. Perhaps because you're nobodies, and there's not really any emotion. Just, just the, you know, the act of emotion. Something, something, something. I think the conversation could have been more interesting than just girls are hard to read. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it just kind of comes out of nowhere because it's also kind of implying like, oh, there's like a romance thing that she's a girl whose feelings are complicated. Yeah. Which, uh, that's weird. I yeah, I like know. Roxas and Shion, <laughs> they, they do play it off like boyfriend, girlfriends, or like, you know, it's that part of the movie where they mishurt each other and now one's mad at the right. other one and the other one's mad at the other one because the <laughs> other one's mad at this one. And I'm just like, there is no romantic relationship here whatsoever is kind of an unnecessary yeah. dip so why even but yeah. uh, alas it does i mean roxas every so often does have these little uh thoughts of, you know questioning his sanity and his ex- existential crisis but it always does lead to kind of a, a, a like an interesting question from the nobody perspective of like how do i repair this relationship he does kind of ask like what do i need to do and Axel basically kind of goes over the fact that, hey, sometimes when something bad has happened, you don't, or you can't immediately rush and fix it up. You do have to kind of, very much time heals all wounds uh, dialogue, but nonetheless saying that you can't just rush and immediately fix anything or everything right off the bat. Yeah, but to your point earlier, it's like, okay, like they're acting like some like horrible disagreement happened for them <laughs> when like, Last time I talked, Roxas was literally trying to help. Um, and then, yeah, it ended up being 
oh, we're not alike after all. Like, it's not like Roxas actively did anything to, like, hurt her feelings or, like, you know, was trying to, like, put her down. Like, mm-hmm. it's just weird was to, it, like, make this, like, like, a You're a, you're a girl. You can't do this mission. I'm the superior Keyblade wielder. Oh, well, screw you, man. I'm gonna run away yeah, over here. Like, yeah, you think that would be, like... The, like, main point of contention, since she's all insecure about her Keyblade since she lost it, like, maybe if Roxas said something like, oh, like, maybe I could fight him since I've never lost my Keyblade. I don't know. Something like that. Um, but whatever. It's fine. We're gonna give her some space to cool off. And then we'll yep. proceed to the next day. Uh, where we're gonna collect some hearts in Wonderland! Yay! Hey, one of very well at this point, I was about to say, oh my god! Well, I mean, hey, we're going back to Wonderland, so some familiar but new uh, territory. And then I was like, oh wait, we don't see Wonderland very often. Literally, we we saw it in Cage One, we saw it in Recom, we didn't see it in Two. We're gonna see it in this one. We're gonna see it in Coded. So less special than I thought. Yeah, we had the the brief reprieve from two, which yeah does make it feel like oh Wonderland what a throwback, but it, that's definitely the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, it's Wonderland and it's just like you remembered it, except low poly and <laughs> kind of trash. Yeah. Um. So once again, just like Halloween Town, you get like two rooms and then they kick you out. So whatever. But yeah. start off in the rabbit hole, and oh, Sora, it's happening. It's, it's it's like we've done this before. Although, I will say this one was cool because you actually control Sora, so it's like it mirrors the two screens. Yeah, when, like you're moving both of them at the same time, and then on Sora's screen, you're fighting the little shadowy heartlesses, not the that kind, the like the possessors. Which was weird, because one, we'd never seen those Heartless in Wonderland. Um, and we've certainly never seen Sora fight them, so I'm not sure what that was implying. Like, it's not a memory. Mm. So, eh, I don't know. And also, like, it didn't seem like there was, like, any, like, gameplay ramifications. Like, taking them out, like, didn't give you experience or heart points, and... I don't think they, like, hurt you. It's not like if you get hurt as Sora, like, you get hurt as Roxas. So, I don't know. Yeah. That was weird. I thought that was, like, an interesting little shake-up that I'm curious if they're going to do more of. Yeah. But... I guess, I guess at the end of the day, the Possessor is... I'm trying to think of, like, from a gameplay perspective or, like, a design perspective. The Possessor is at least the one enemy so far that when it hits you, there's no knockback that occurs. Like, the Possessor's just basically... Oh. It, they, they attach to your model... Or they, they try to stay on top of you, and as they touch you, they drain your health. So, like, yeah, like, as, as we were saying, like, they won't, they won't smack Sora to the point where it would, like, for Sora to mimic Roxas, they wouldn't desync or, Ro- or you know, Sora wouldn't get hit and Roxas, you know, is hit by nothing. They would just kind of exist near Sora and quote-unquote damage him, but not really because it's just a flashback, so I guess it is the least intrusive enemy that we could kind of shove into here so that doesn't disrupt gotcha. the gameplay. Is where my, yeah. my mind's commonly going. But I did think it was really cool, and I guess mind you, like, this is the same team that would go to work on Rico, uh, or uh, Recoded, but, you know, obviously Roxas has his own 
play style, depending on the keyblade you have. Uh, Sora's, you know, the bottom screen, it mimics Sora's uh, original uh, play style. So it's not like, it's not one for one, but just slap Roxas skin on Sora. It does go through his traditional, like, um, yeah. like overhead thrust into a finisher deal. So, no, I, yeah. I, I appreciate it, because you could move around, you could do little stuff. It was, it's more interactive than the, uh, the cutscene Sora static we have seen so far. So I was like, ooh, right. ooh, ooh looky here. What's, uh, what's going on? So, yeah. So, into the bizarre room we go. And yeah, they, they do the whole bit. Oh, everything's big. Oh, how do I shrink myself like the rabbit? It, Doorknob. Yeah, it's this is unfortunately Try like... the bottle. This is shot for shot, basically, the start of KH1 Wonderland. So I was not yeah. having it. We've been here yeah. before. We've done the same Very much thing. going through the motions. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you shrink down, and then you finally start hunting some Heartless, and yep. we get a whole new colorful cast of cronies mm-hmm. uh, being the Magies, uh, the Great Caprice, the Sapphire Elegy, and the Striped Aria. So... I wasn't really paying attention to them in terms of what they do and like what magic they're supposed to correlate to. So if one gets a rundown, that would be helpful. Yeah, they're uh, we're gonna we're actually we're gonna get a lot of these boys coming up as well. So I was intrigued by how oh, many variations. Yes. This is uh, you know, forget regional Pokemon variants. These <laughs> KH spinoff games, or you know, KH handheld games, are where the true regional variants come in. Because there's, mm-hmm. there's an a little Aston of these. Uh, and, and very quickly, not going to take five years to explain the deal, the Great Caprice, they shoot, their only attack is they shoot a warp bullet at you. So they'll change spots. With, they'll swap spots with Roxas if the, the attack connects. And you take some damage. Uh-huh. So uh, don't get hit. You can you can dodge it, block it, basically just... Dodge it. It's, yeah, it's more annoying Dodge than it. harmful. Like, they, you know, they either are in groups or they accompany another Heartless to throw you off of your game plan. So, right. yeah, just be careful on that. Um, the Sapphire Elegy, again, the only move this one does, and I think this one is actually in the description of the mission, uh, is that they have a headbutt move. Uh, the headbutt move does a decent amount of damage. Oh, yeah. And also will con- possibly confuse you and it reverses your controls. So, yep. Be careful. That happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one, the yeah, the striped aria, uh, it shoots a uh, like a time bullet, basically. But uh, oh, yes, the <laughs> the effect, which I forgot to look up, and I just did just now. The effect is rewound defense, which. Because it literally showed like my like like level one defense with like a down arrow on the screen. I was like, "What? What condition is this? What the hell?" <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and it sets your defense back to as if you were level one Roxas. Whoa! So whatever, so whatever level buff you get from like you know how many levels you have, uh, right? It just says, "Hey, so it kind of a support attack. It's gonna make you real squishy." So be careful. Like your your ring panels, your keyblade should still increase your defense, but your your natural defense stat goes back to whatever it is at level one for Roxas. 
So correct. Be careful. Yeah, I because uh, I, I did the same thing that we're kind of talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting new mage characters. It's gonna be a good amount of them. I I mean, I'm so used to the Red Nocturne, the Blue Rhapsody. I forget that they they delve into the weird like other magical types and status condition side of things uh, for all the weird little variants we get. Because again, I'm just so used to the yeah. clear like you know defined elemental traits basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes it really tricky to figure out what their resistances and weaknesses are. Yeah, I'm looking um, at them right now. They're kind of all over... Like, they're not what you would expect. They're kind of, like, all over the place. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the gray one that shoots the warp bullet. Like, thunder is neutral, but everything else is, like, times too effective. Um, hmm. The the sapphire one, like, the exact opposite. Thunder... Well, I guess everything is good against it but thunder and like it cannot be affected by any status condition and like seems like mm. seems like the aria is just weak to every type of magic imaginable so yeah it's, mm. it's not like super well defined at this point it kind of, yeah. it's really all over the place so there's For no sure. if there is no clear-cut example like we mentioned like you know a red nocturne is gonna be weak to blizzard a blue rhapsody is gonna be weak to fire eh, so mm-hmm. yeah no true cut, no no true clear cut path. Blah. Yep. So at the end of the day, you just whack them. Um, <laughs> Damage so. hurts. <laughs> They're all hiding out on little pairs, so you gotta sniff them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one being on the stovetop, which is throwing me off because I'm not used to just being able to jump up there. So I didn't even think to look there, but that. Yeah. That's where they are. That good old high jump um, coming in handy. <laughs> yeah. So once you defeat them all, you'll get a shaking chair animation. So go investigate it. Whoa, what's going on with this chair? <laughs> oh, it's just a lurk lizard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it hiding the whole time, watching you, waiting. Yeah, it's weird that um, it was disguised as the chair. Like, literally, the character model shrinks, and it's like, ha ha, you yeah. thought I was a chair, but I'm secretly a lizard. And I'm like, you know, it's it's yeah. the it's the diet stealth sneak. The first one we fought was a veiled lizard. I had to go back and research the hell out of that. So this is just, like, the upgraded version of that, basically. But I was like, yep. I, you've never, like, metamorphosized into something completely different. You've just gone invisible. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a bit of a swing, but okay. <laughs> I think I think it would have been easier to just, or not maybe easier. Probably, it would really be harder, but like just show that like again because you can sometimes kind of see them when they're invisible. Like oh, something moved over there, but there's nothing over there. Maybe I should go investigate, and then perhaps it, it spawns in the room, and you know you can initiate the fight once you either touch it. Or it says, Roxas, don't touch my butt! And then it tries to hit you. Yeah, like, you'd think that would, like, play into the fight of, like, yeah, it transforms into objects, and then you have to figure it out, kind of like the, um, the pot scorpion. Yeah, um, that would have been an interesting fight. Yeah, no, it just turned invisible, so. Same old, same old, except this time it can, it, it basically teleports to, and it can kind of go pretty far. Yeah. Um, and the bizarre room is a pretty big arena already, so you'll have to kind of scour them out. Um, thought it was a cute touch how you know obviously the little dot on the map also disappears when it goes invisible. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
you know, to do some sleuthing, but otherwise, nothing too crazy here. Except yeah, it's got a really careful. big health bar. Yeah. But that's just <laughs> the state of things now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wait until the next mission. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's that. Take them out, and then whoa, mission complete. Except no ice cream for you. Go home. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, this is but the first noticeable one that was. Yeah. I think Rox is still on the clock tower, but it's just one where he stares into the sunset. There's no. At least we don't. So we don't see the eating of ice cream. Um, and like this is one, and we get to some actually in the future that are there. We just. I mean, we kind of make fun of the ice cream social at ev- at the end of every mandatory episode, but now they kind of do kind of peter out a little bit. So it is the game yes. letting up a little bit. So I do appreciate I do kind of appreciate sometimes just doing a mission and then going back and doing another one. I don't want to have ice cream in between. It's not going to my thighs, Roxas. I can't stand it anymore. Yeah, but we do get another. A uh, chili treat in the oh. form of Blizzara. Hey. Yay. So, that's cool. I have yet to use it, but I have it equipped. <laughs> um, I've used it a few times and couldn't really tell you the difference. Although, the few times I have used it, it's been like an insta-freeze. So, I don't know if that's just what Blizzara does. Or if this the enemy I was using it on was like particularly weak to mm. freeze. But, eh. Yeah. Seems it's, okay to me. Yeah. Uh, one of our upcoming missions, we're going to get Cura, and then I used it for the first time pretty recently, and I was like, I didn't heal. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> I I forgot that Cura works like, re, like regen from other Final Fantasy games, so I got punched <laughs> in the face. Like, I was about to die, I got punched in the face, and then Cura kicked in, and I was like, ah, there's my, there, there's, there's the healing. <sighs> As I picked myself off, off the ground. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yep, another one but the dust. So, day 155, eliminate the solid armor and Agrabah with Salden. Mm-hmm. And this mission was not mandatory, so I don't skip it. So, you're going to have to take the lead on this one. Oh, so when you meant, when you referenced a big, chunky, wonky health bar, I thought it was this mission, so... No, I'm talking about literally every mob heartless moving forward from this point takes a million <laughs> hits for yeah. some reason. Yeah, they have, they're have they very big. Well, to be fair, I guess I'd, I'd be curious to look at the HP stats of these heartless that have a lot of health bars. Because health bars obviously change going from game to game to game. But we're maybe around the halfway-ish point of days. And some things have like yeah. six and seven health bars. It feels like it should be end game. It's not really, but yeah, it, there, it is. It, sure. it, it is. It does feel very daunting being like, here's here's a boss with the HP equivalent to Sephiroth, and I'm like, am I am I in the right place? Am I d- 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 right. Is, am I early for my appointment? What's uh, what's going on here? <laughs> like in Kingdom Hearts two, like normal enemies, I feel like the most health they'd ever have would be like like one or two extra pips, but like here, it's like common to see like six. <laughs> it's like yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, very interesting to say the least. But may, yeah, maybe next, maybe next uh, for next episode, we'll t- look at the HP numbers and see if there really is a big difference, or maybe it's just the fact that it's you know this game was built for the DS that it could, we only want to have a health bar be so long, so maybe they're smaller. Therefore, maybe, maybe there's more health yeah. bars. But we'll, we'll we'll come back to that 
a later date. But so for now, yeah. this is yeah, like you said, it's limited to solid armor and Agrabah. It's a bigger version of the large armor, so I think um, mm-hmm. the mission description says like pack a bunch of thunders. Thunders really good against it, so be sure to take that advice, please. Uh, this is one of the few missions that does not dump you into the palace gate. It drops you into the gate out of Agrabah, actually, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and it faces you oh, towards yeah. inner Agrabah and shows you that it's it's blocked off with boundaries. So it's one of the few ones that says, hey, get the hell out of here and go somewhere else. So uh, you go to where the Cave of Wonders and on the outside of the cave, <laughs> the, there are pairs of fire plants and loudmouths. So mildly annoying just because it is, uh, you know, a heartless plus a support friend. So, but, you know, take the loud mouths out. They're pretty easy to, to cut through at this point. And then you get to the, I forget the first chamber in this version of uh, Cave of Wonders. But, yep, in the first chamber, you'll find the large armor. So, you'll find two or three large armors around the room, plus the solid armor. Uh, it is uh, very much like going from the bully dog to the snapper dog, or vice versa, I blanking on which one's the green one which one's the purple one right now but same yeah, deal I can't tell you yeah the solid armor is a little bigger has the exact same attacks of the large armor so he okay. he gets on his belly like a little baby and he gets a tantrum when he gets up Wait. that's Wait. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it I uh I recommend getting rid of all the large armors first because having three of them try to ground pound you at the same time uh is a recipe for disaster uh but luckily Zaldan is with Sounds us like it Zaldan is a competent party member, so he did Yay. help. He did help a little bit, and because he like you know he's like truly spinning them lances to win the game, uh, he can actually probably hit their very tiny hitbox. So, yeah, true. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much it. So uh, there, right. there is there is a there is a, an ice cream soldier for this episode, and I was like, or sorry, this mission. And I was like, oh, is this an optional? Like, technically it is an optional mission, but it's not an unblockable mission. So I think last episode I made, like, the remark of, like, none of the optional missions you've had to unlock have had story. And we kind of debated, like, eh, hey, you think would that be yeah. really bad? This one is an optional mission. You don't have to unlock it. But there is a bit of story. So, um, Roxas just basically, it's a very, very minor story, but Roxas is just, like, uh, essentially sitting by himself and like, oh, I guess Shion, after he says, oh, Shion's not coming back anytime soon, he's like, oh, I guess Axel and Shion are busy today. I'm like, all right, buddy. This, I think this would have been better if it were the last episode. Like, mm, uh, gotcha. ice cream dialogue. Like, oh, I guess my friends are too busy. And then go to, hey, Roxas, how's it going? It's like, mm, right. Shion's not coming. So... Yeah, yeah, totally. Just just flip them, and then it works so much better. Exactly. Yeah. But I guess then you, then you kind of get into which one, which which ones do you make mandatory, which ones you don't make mandatory. So, right. That being aside, that mission is uh, it's not too hard. Not, but kind of okay. a little bit of pain in the ass. So, be diligent. You'll be fine. Yep. Sounds par for the course. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, a day 171. Love. Oh. After, we, after we said there was no romanticism in there, look yep. who we are now. Um, but, da, 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 da. but maybe it's sure. something else. 
Yeah, let's find out, shall we? So, if you go and talk to Zigbar, uh, he will offer you a blazing gem in exchange for getting um, 130 uh, points in Mission 39. Is that what you were alluding, alluding to earlier with the um, uh, Phil's Champ game challenge? Uh, no, not for uh, not for this one. Uh, no, I think I did earlier, but... um. Yeah, so this isn't the one we covered. This is the one from last episode where we have to hit uh, the barrels of the soldiers. So Ooh, at, this, okay. at this point, it's... Uh, I mean, it's... I really struggle with the champs one, so this one, kind of going back, wasn't too much of a pain. But also, I really wanted the Blazing Gem, because it's... Uh, like, it goes from, like, what, shard? Uh, it's not a crystal, but again, a lot of the extra things you get from the Grey Room, or at least... You'll get these components later down the line, but if you want to get a jump start on them synthesis, it doesn't hurt. Um, but yeah, again, I use the Keyblade that is Valor Gear, whatever its real name is, and just, you know, mm-hmm. two-hit comboed until I got 130 points. I, uh, this one made me realize that the trick to winning these de- annoying feel mini games is the chain is very important. So, hmm. like, because always your first barrel will get you, like, maybe two or three points. The next one gets you, like, ten. So it, it is it is truly an exponential climb. So even though there's a timer, I would say be more patient than, like, uh, you know, less panicky. Uh, in in the last one, which is annoying for Champ's Challenge, because they're loud mouths and they, they bounce around every so often, uh, I would get, like, a decent score. I'd be like, oh, maybe this won't be horrible. And then I'd miss one and have to start from you know start the channel over again and that that i think that's what truly truly broke me in that mini game <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah going back to the soldier one was actually pretty easy so yeah nice look at that you've grown <gasps> um so yeah let's proceed through the mission vanquish the heartless threat in beast castle yeah um so you thrown into it in the ballroom and you hear there are groars beast mad oh let's go find him just <laughs> so, go out to the um the front yard whatever it's called Court, and courtyard I think. cut scene yeah courtyard that's it that's yep. the one <laughs> and beast gets ko'd and gets knocked from the bridge and falls out of the sky and lands right in front of you and he's conveniently unconscious so you don't have to hide who you are so that's nice but gee who could have done this to the beast I'd better go investigate um yep. and who else but the infernal engine we got a boss a big old boss an important boss um yeah it's just the giant Big fortress on wheels, big stack attacker energy, um, and exactly. I feel like I've I feel like I've heard a lot about this boss. Like its, its reputation precedes it as like being really annoying, and I don't know if it's hmm. just all the day's bosses being annoying, or if this one in particular had like a really, you know, tricky gimmick. But yeah, I didn't think it was too bad except for as i've said having way too much health um but yeah Mm. i'm noticing the the original design bosses are kind of like 
the big sort of cap-ins to the world. So I'm assuming, much like Agrabah, uh, there won't be any more Beast Castle story segments, especially since we have our very special lesson at the end of this day. But yes. We shall see. Yeah. So, well, welcome to the Infernal Engine. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, this boss... It's It's got several different attacks, which I guess can be kind of phases. So I guess the important part is you're on the bridge, and it takes up the length of the bridge. So the engine itself kind of dictates the pace of the battle, because it'll go back and forth, and obviously it's you trying to catch up to it, or run away from it sometimes, depending on if it's going to yeah. lunge forward. So it kind of controls the pacing, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, you have to be very careful. It won't squish you. Like, it, so it does have, like, a ram attack, um, just getting into it. There's a, an attack where, it, oh, and like, a battering ram comes out of its mouth, and it charges up, and then it'll just lunge forward! And yeah. I, my first thought was, oh no, I'm gonna get crushed, because, you know, I, gave, right. I, haven't, I haven't hit it back enough! No, you just right. have to get out of the middle, and you'll be totally fine, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so. Less threatening than it, it truly actually is, but, uh... It is, it is yeah, a, for sure. It's definitely a tad annoying. So, yeah, uh, combo finishers actually push it back, which, I, if the spacing were more more of a th- part of the boss fight, I think it would be interesting. But, yeah, he just has a bunch of attacks, and you got to get through them all. Yep, pretty much. And he's got a little troop of archers on top who are, much like cannons, just kind of um, sniping you out. Um, so, luckily... They, they're very polite, and they kind of take turns, so <laughs> I don't think any of his attacks overlap with theirs, or if they do, it's like, they're pretty easy to dodge. So yeah. the one attack where it sends out the balls, the rolly balls, mm. um, like that doesn't pair with the arrows, which is like super convenient, because the arrows, you just want to keep moving to avoid them, but the balls, I, like I found that blocking them was the most useful, if not yes. just kind of weaving back and forth between one like two lanes and then kind of, you know, staying in one spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's pretty manageable. It's kind of, yeah, one attack at a time and they're all pretty, um, like easy to deal with. So you can block Definitely. those, uh, just staying on the move and dodging using a little air slides. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the one you want to keep an eye out for is the, the fire cannon, uh, which, uh, once you get the timing down, it's pretty easy, but if you block it, you will reflect them back at the archers, and after three or four, uh, you'll take them all out, and then the infernal engine is left vulnerable without ah! its pilots. Ah! So just whack it, whack it, and keep on whacking it. Um, still, again, ton of HP and using a magic keyblade, uh, it was basically just chipping away, but when it does the aforementioned battering ram attack, where it, you know, kind of sticks mm-hmm. out its tonguey, um, for some reason, that's its weak point. So if you hit that, uh, it'll do a lot of damage. Um, so go for it. That's basically its weakened state yeah. uh, while it's charging up for the big charge. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I thought the hammer attack was pretty annoying. Yes. It just oh, kept it spamming it. Yeah. Yeah. I and like, didn't like that at all. No, because it comes out pretty fast, and it, I feel like it always came out as I was attacking it, and like, 
by the time I was finishing up my combo, it would usually already have the hammer out, and then I'd get hit by the hammer, and yeah, it was yeah. not a good time. I definitely got hammered like three or four times in a row, and it, it sucked. Hammer so time. We talk, I mean, again, I mentioned the spacing could have been like a fun part of the battle, but it's more of a, an afterthought, I feel. Um, during the, most attacks don't, he doesn't really advance. Uh, the only ones where movement matters is when he does the cannons, the cannon fire will push him back every time it fires. And for the hammer, with every hammer swing, he'll inch forward a little bit. So, if, I mean, if you, if you do let him get a lot of ground, essentially he'll push you up against the door, and you're, I guess you're screwed for the hammer attack at the very least. Because, I mean, so much of the bomb, like, it hits lane one, lane two, lane three, directly in front of it. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. But hammer attack goes on for so long that I just, yep. I just started to get hit by it, because getting hit by it ends the attack. So he would come out, he'd bonk me once, and the hammer would be like, bye-bye. And I could then proceed to, you know, fight it. So that was Correct. that was kind of my strategy towards the end. Uh, okay. Also, I didn't think to reflect any of the cannonballs. So I didn't have the uh, the benefit of getting rid of the little archer dudes. So they were constantly oh, in the ass. That was my strat. <sighs> I, I just kind of, so my, my strategy was whenever he brought the cannon out, I'm like, okay, if I stick, if I, if I hug the boss, the cannonballs can't hit me. And some of the cannonballs, when they shoot behind you, leave, like, fire on the ground. So, I mean, to be fair, you could unlock from the boss and turn around and move the camera around, but half the time I was locked on the boss. So, like, that felt like such a, like, inconvenience. So I just kind of stayed under it and, like, would combo it. Uh, also realized that being under it is the perfect time to cast magic at it. So I just kind of went ham, okay. cast little spells nice. when he couldn't do nothing. That's that's kind of my strategy. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the, <laughs> having to deal with the archers the entire conflict was a huge pain in the ass. So that part I do regret not knowing. But yeah, um, I because uh, after every boss, I go back and I see like what it does, what are strategies, like what are, what are the things that people are doing. And so people talked about, or at least within the community, usually getting rid of two archers and then leaving one at the top is, to me, I guess, the recommended strategy because mm. it, they'll they'll fire they'll fire at as many like arrows from above as there are archers. So if there's, only gotcha. one, if there's only one archer when the, when the bow attack happens, you just have to dodge one set of arrows and then that's the end of the attack. So and. Uh, uh, once the archers are gone, it'll spit out boxes of soldiers as it's like, you know, oh, I got no more friends. I need friends. So generally it's considered the one archer is much more easier to deal with than, you know, th two or three or spitting up soldiers. So, yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. The, uh, yeah, the battering ram, I was, I, that came with me more than a few times. So I, I did die twice to this because... I got a little reckless, and uh, one time I was like mostly at full health, and I I ate shit. And I was very I was kind of upset at that. And the second time I was close, so close to beating it, and got hit. So that also mm. was tray unfortunate, but uh, you hate to see it. It 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 is what it is. So that boss it, it, again, it just just ch just chunky at the end of the day. Yeah, and yeah, fun design. Yeah, I, I, did, I, did, I did appreciate it, though. Um, and it's interesting. So, obviously, after every boss, I do a little diving. 
and I got the vibes from this, and I, I literally said, like, this is kind of like the Demon Wall from Final Fantasy. And it's obviously, mm. or as it seems, I'm not the only one who's made that correlation. So, yeah. Uh, if anybody played against Demon Wall Final Fantasy, it's, it's very similar tactics. There's obviously most Final Fantasy, except 14, are not action-based, but the wall has a similar design and almost a similar attack pattern. So, uh, And I think the Infernal Engine's Japanese name translates to, like... Um, uh, something more closely translated to Demon Wall. Uh, so. Ten worst boss battles in Final Fantasy history. There's your boy. It's him. It's the it's the it's the wall. Um, okay, the Japanese name is Demon's Fortress, and hence there the Demon Wall comparisons come from that. So, good to know. Yeah, I don't. I wish they'd do more of that, of like referencing. Final Fantasy to the Heartless because it's such a gimme. Like yeah. I not understand that like the actual characters like are getting tricky to like keep it the story, but yeah, like little nods, like you know, just kind of adapting certain designs and the enemies. Like that's fun. People yeah. like that. So it's, yeah, yeah. I uh, Behemoth. Do Behe- more Behemoth. Behemoth is one of the. the yeah. I, I love Behemoth design. It's obviously you know, give us give us something that Final Fantasy fans can recognize. But, you know, adapted for Kingdom Hearts to the point where it's not just, oh, they just uh, copied and pasted this thing and put it in it's here. The now it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Give me sure. more! Yep. So, another one down. And we get the shiny, crystally heart. That's got to be at least 100 hearts by my book. I hope so. Um. And we get a little wrap-up cutscene where Belle finally decides she wants to be a part of the plot. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so she rushes up to uh, tend to the beast and they have a very, you know, lovey-dovey, blah-blah-blah. You shouldn't have done that. I wanted it's, to protect you and everyone the, in the castle. It's the love from the title card. If this is the yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. L O V E. So yeah, we we come. It's kind of insu- insinuated that well, it's very funny because our next instance of if we're going in chronological order is Beast Castle and Cage Two. So Rox is like, oh, he wasn't fighting for the robes; he was fighting for his love of Bell and perhaps his servants. And then we right. cut. We we cut to what like. Half a year later, a piece is like the rose. The rose is the only thing that matters. The, the rose is important, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> what we talked about when we first visited Beast Castle, where like his character has totally retrograded, 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 rest, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, and especially here, it's like okay, if you're like literally fighting to like the edge of death for everyone, like I, I, I think you, I, I think you beat the curse at this point. Like that's literally. You know, copying the scene for the movie where he fights Gaston and he's like dying, and she's like, Whoa, beast, I love you. And then that's when he transforms. So it's like, Yeah. Okay, you're not leaving a whole lot of room here for Kingdom Hearts 2 Beast to do his thing. So. Yeah. Oh, don't get me, eh. start- don't get me started on. Um, I'll never forget. Quick, 
quick minor spoiler for those uh, for Kingdom for <gasps> Union Cross for those that do care. Oh, I would my. just I would just turn like turn your sound down for the next ten seconds. But having get like having the movie happy, having Gaston storm in Union Cross and then turn into a heartless was one of the highlights of Union Cross for me, and I'm so upset that it did not happen in a more accessible Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, that is definitely one of the cardinal sins of the mm-hmm. franchise to not have a Gaston, as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> but, yeah. No, but he kills like Gaston. Nobody maims like Gaston. No one turns into a heartless and uh. fights like a boss like Gaston. <laughs> ah. um, so meanwhile, Roxas is crashing the moment uh, and then Zalan decides, hey, I'm here too. Yeah. What is it he's doing? Talking about love? <laughs> Lame. He's so creepy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was fine with last episode. I mean, I complained about Zalden piecing together the story and being like, you know, very anime glasses moments. And I'm like, cool, you've kind of ruined everything. But yeah. if you do kind of set up for KH2 for Zalden to come in and be the th- literal thorn and beast side, that was a pun. Uh, and I regret mm. it. But now it's just like, mmm, that's what love is. And Roxas is like, where were you 10 minutes ago when I could have used your help? He's like, don't you worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, you didn't in, you didn't enter the world with him. He just pops up. <laughs> yep, he's just like, oh, I'm here now. Because, mm-hmm. because hey, you played Kingdom Hearts 2, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Rox is left thinking about love and love things. Um, so we cut to the tower where Shion is once again MIA. Uh, but Axel does show up and Rox decides to have a very grown up conversation. <laughs> Axel, what is love? <laughs> And that puts Axel in quite a quite a pickle. Uh, what what do you mean? What is love, Roxas? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved. I did. I did truly appreciate that. Well, very funny moment. Oh, ten out of ten. Flustered Axel. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a good. And, but again, we get to the the talk of. But well, we can't truly comprehend what love is. We are just nobodies. Yep. Yep. Oh, I got it. I got it all right. We're nobodies. Mm -hmm. We're doomed. It's only going to happen like three more times, I swear. (laughs) Yeah. I I do appreciate the... I... I, We'll have a better idea of this once we're done with days and it's fresh in our... And like the whole story is fresh in our minds. But like every other mission being like... What is this emotion, Axel? Don't worry about yeah. it. We can't feel those. We're nobodies. Hey! It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's wearing thin now. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm pretty over it. Like, like the whole story feels like some sort of like children's program where it's like, let's cut away to this scene to watch how these characters interact. And it's like, Rox is just watching, like in this case, Beast and Bell, and then like 
pausing and talking to the audience. What did you learn from that? <laughs> yeah, love is special. And then let's talk about love more with our very special guest, Axel. Like, it's just so repetitive and mind-numbing and, like, we, we get it. He doesn't know how to human. Mm-hmm. Like, how many more of these, like, grand abstract topics are we going to have to hit on before we realize, oh, Roxas is starting to get it. He does have emotions. Like, I- I'm ready for the next phase of Roxas's character arc here, which mm-hmm. we'll get into a little bit, but maybe that's happening with another sort of plot switch on the horizon. Yeah. But it- it's a lot. Like, we get it. Like, we move past this whole Roxas doesn't get anything. Like... Mm. He's still it's time to learning, put on the big boy pants. But but yeah, it's a I I do appreciate literally seeing the growth and seeing like Roxas connect the dots. But when it's insert X emotional concept and the end result is still that's that, but we're nobody so we don't get we can't do that. <laughs> you know. Right. A, like, a few times. The fact that he keeps going to Axel about it when like you know He's nobody like you. Like he's probably not gonna know these things, or if he does, it's just gonna be some bullshit answer. Like, yeah. Oh well, you got your friends who you like, but then you got your friends who you like, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, last week we were last week, last episode we were talking about um, the. Oh, it just it just escaped my mind. Um, oh, Axel constantly like we're special nobodies. We remember stuff, and then Rox and Shion do like the anime thing where they sit in the corner and they're depressed now like that yeah mind you we're not going back to that it seems so thankfully but like that was like okay you did this like this like the second or third time we understand that they don't have past we don't remember their past we get it we understand Mm -hmm. i moved on without getting too old but was again noticeable but now the insert x x emotional crisis here is now kind of overstaying its welcome yeah for sure so I'm hoping we'll start to get away from that because um, it's, yeah, it's just super obvious to us, the audience, like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Hey, Moving hey. on for realsies. Yeah. Um, we'll get the Kira hey. that you mentioned earlier. And we also get a Rune Tech Plus. Yay. Um, That'll come in handy so... later because synthesis is going to be a thing that constantly happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, and on next day, 172, Sound of the Surf. Um, yep, plot development, oh no! Uh, Shion is sleeping, so take a drink every time a Kino Hearts character falls asleep. Um, <laughs> We'd be dead. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's all delivered very quickly, basically... Sykes is like, oh, she's unconscious. That thing is of no use to us. And Rox is like, I want to go see her. And Sykes says, no, go do your mission and eat your vegetables. I will not ask you again. (laughs) Um, And, yeah. Sykes keeps saying how she's like a thing and blah, blah, blah. She's she's terrible. Why did we even invite her? And Rox gets very angry. Yep, she's real upset spaghetti, yeah. Like, I mean, we just, yeah. we, we've mocked that nobody's don't have emotions, but, and, well, yeah, we know, we know Rox is special at this point, but he truly <laughs> is like, 
act like sigh because you can burn in a fucking ditch for all I care. I'm going to see my friend. Like he got real, yeah. real pissed off. Yeah. And of course, Sykes does the whole, like, you really care that much for nobody. Mm. And then Rox points out, uh, well, we're all nobodies, so, like, if we don't care about her, why should I care about any of you idiots? Um, which, yeah, like, <sighs> again, like, we, we get it. They're friends. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Like, I guess none of the other members are really friends with each other, so I guess they wouldn't understand this. They are truly all just adjacent co-workers. But, but, but yeah. also, you know, trying to create the basically the power of a new universe. So, it, it, it is like, it is like basically building a nuclear reactor and being like, oh, Greg from work? Like, I don't really know him too well. Like, you know. We build nu- we build we build like huge nuclear fissures, but like I don't know, he's kind of a weirdo. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <sighs> yeah, this game is like painting the organization in like a very weird light for me. Where like thinking about their big dramatic entrance in Cage Two and Hall Bastion, right, where they all show up in unison. They, like, rehearse it and everything, and they like, ooh, they're all so cool and mysterious. Mm-hmm. But now looking at, like, their whole backstory, it's like, they're all just grunt workers, and, like, they just <sighs> do, like, they don't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, don't, they're all, like, annoyed with each other and just kind of follow orders without questioning it, and they're not, like... Like, they're not, like, particularly clever, really, so they just seem lame when you, like... Yeah. ...get to see their (laughs) day-to-day. It's... I don't know. I don't really care for it. Yeah, it's funny because in 2, they are such, you know, malevolent villains, oh, we know everything. We're manipulating so much stuff behind the scenes, and then you see... But the equivalent of, like, Demix trying to do paperwork, and he can't write for shit. Just like, yeah. <laughs> it it is truly a like a Wizard of Oz man pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because mm-hmm. it's not that impressive. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Like we should see them like being badasses and like doing super cool things, but like at the end of the day, their plan is to make Kingdom Hearts, and the way to do that is by letting Roxas and Shion do all the work. So like none of the other organization members really have anything to do except go rummage around in an old castle to find one very specific room that no one knows, you know, what's yeah. important about it. Like, just their plans are so dumb. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm so, I'm, I'm so curious because, again, two is the, two is the, two is the end that introduces the fact that uh, at least they have been using their released hearts to create their own kingdom hearts and that, you know, that's Sora's revelation after the game. Like, I'm helping the enemy by defeat. I'm helping one enemy by defeating another enemy. And, the, the, you know, mm-hmm. the mild, more, more conundrum he has where Donald's like, get your shit to the get a kid. Um, but here, literally, Rocks and Shion are doing all of the work. So you feel like the other org yeah. members will be doing some sort of some other, like, ancillary support. I think of. Um, Right. Uh, last ep- no, episode, episode um, 62, where we're trying to teach Xion how to use the Keyblade again. And, you know, we kind of, we, we did the split. Like, they were both supposed to 
one was supposed to go to Beast Castle, one was supposed to go to Agrabah, but, you know, because Shion can't use the Keyblade, we make sure she goes with Roxas, and Axel's like, oh, I'll distract it, you know, what turns out to be the Antlion, but oh, I'll distract it for the rest of the day, I'll, like, essentially do recon, see what it's up to, yeah. poke around a little bit, like, things like that are interesting, like, okay, I need to kind of weaken this and kind of learn strategy so that the, you know, the heavy hitters, or, you know, Roxas and Shion kind of come in and then do the necessary work so we can get these goods. But it's, mm-hmm. th- those moments are very few and far between. <laughs> totally. Speaking of being few and far between, uh, we're partnered with Luxor today. Hey. I think this is the first time we've... I, he maybe, maybe it was a tutorial partner, but this is definitely the first time. Even, like, in dialogue, he says, like, you and I have either very rarely or never worked together. So today mm-hmm. is a first for the cards. Because... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Boy, I hope you like game and gambling puns. Because <laughs> we got them in spades! Oh my gosh. He did it again. Yeah, like literally every other word out of this guy's mouth is like some sort of, oh, what's fate have in store? It's all about how you play with the hand you were dealt. And like literally when he greets you, he asks, Roxas, how is the game treating you? And I was like, yep. You mean like Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2, the game? The game that you're in? The one that we're playing now? Is that the game you're referring to? <laughs> Luxor then looks looks directly into the camera and then looks back to Roxas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little much. It's like Luxor is that, like, you know, guy who, like, sits in his room all day. He's like, oh my god, this poetry is so good. But then... Yeah. Literally doesn't doesn't does not listen to constructive criticism. It just says, "Oh, this is the coolest." You guys just don't understand it yet. Basically, um, <sighs> but yeah. Before we set off, uh, you can get a frost gem from Demix if you get all the hidden heartless in mission forty-five. Yep. So that's why you want to get them, boys. Ding, 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 um, ding, 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 and ding. also, Sykes tells us, "Hey, I may be emotionally abusing you every chance I get, but you're still doing good, kiddo." So. <laughs> Here's a new ray. Yay! Gets a little golden star, and Rox is like, thank you. Just want to see my friends. <laughs> After we just screamed at it, he's like, you've harnessed the power of rage. Here's a new yeah, ray! You just stood up to me. Congratulations, you passed the test. <laughs> uh, but now we um, are agents. Even though we were kind yeah. of agents before, right? But let's not get yeah, into right. that too These much. Right, these make no sense. Yeah. Secret agent Roxas. Ta, ta. Yeah. So, that's exciting. Got a whole bunch of new shop stuff and synthesis, which I browsed through quickly. I didn't get anything because they all look really expensive. And I was like, well, I'll just ride. with. Well, I did get a triple cast. Nice, um, nice, nice. That's pretty much it, but yeah, lots more goodies to try out if you're so inclined. Yep, I, uh, I mean, every time the shop upgrades, I definitely get, like, the slot releaser. I buy, like, I True. think you can buy some of, like, uh, I, don't, I don't think you can buy the level ups, but I kind of buy, like, a lot of the, I bought, always buy the slot releaser and then some of the more smaller miscellaneous things, because then I'll probably go and buy but all the Keyblades as soon as I have enough heart points. 
Um, I was I was a little pissed at myself because I did I was like I haven't looked at the shop in a while. Let me go buy some stuff. And then I went to Syx and he's like, "Congratulations, uh, Buttface, a new rank." And I'm like, "I just spent a good amount of hot points, and mm. I definitely forgot to save before I did all that buying." So. No. Whatever. That's unfortunate. I mean, like, yeah. I I do every mission, so I'll I'll get the heart points I need. It's not, I there is no worry. There is just management. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're ready to shove off into Wonderland. Um, we'll see a little bit more of it. Um, and yep, I think it's funny how Luxord gets to go to the card world. Ah, look at that mm. thing. Um, we start off in the, uh, rabbit hole, which is very annoying for reasons I'll get into later, <laughs> but yeah, we're looking for the pink concertos specifically. Yep. Um, there's also some new blizzard plants thrown in the mix. They're just like the other plants except blizzardy. Ah! Um, but yeah, if you go through the bizarre room, um, there's a briefly new area that's the Queen's Garden, except it's not just immediately like the throne room. There's like a little hallway that presumably will lead off into other parts of the maze in the future, but for now, there are little cards blocking it, which so much for stealth, I guess, because you just walk right up and talk to them. They say, hey, get out of here, loser. Cards only. And then Luxford's like, cards, you say? <laughs> and then he like, just like takes the giant cards and like folds them and puts them in his deck and he's like ah I'll collect this item <laughs> I can I, I just I like I have that visual image and, and now I don't think I'll be able to look at the cards the same way again what, what, what are you doing <laughs> like literally the card yeah. the card like screams bloody murder as he folds it and put and like puts it into his organization pockets <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah just go through and then you'll end up in the queen's throne room um there's a few little heartless and again much like the the stove top you can just jump up to the the upper ledge of the hedges to get some treasuries which again is weird but it's it's the kh1 wonderland all over again because if you take the left in the queen's throne room yep. uh, you'll end up in the lotus th- the lotus forest yet again and... baby <laughs> yep. Some things Cheshire. never change. Oh no, not at all. Can't have any of that. So the Cheshire cat shows up and he does some Cheshire and oh, up is down, down is up. Ooh, look at me! I'm a cat with my head off. You'll never get a straight answer out of me. Mm. Uh, but then he's like, okay, so the heartless are in the flowers. Basically, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, we take those. Um, yeah. Um. So, I'm glad they like didn't try to do like any kind of crazy item shenanigans with the flowers, um, because that would have been super annoying. But yeah, yeah. You just have to examine them, and then the pink concertos will pop up, and <laughs> like I've been saying. These are some thick boys, and they take forever to kill. Yeah. And there's five of them. <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, there's four in here. And uh, the concertos, because we talk about their you know weird attacks and stuff. These ones are actually, despite being pink, they're actually poisonous, which was funny enough. So yeah, they kind of, mm-hmm. they kind of, 
it almost reminds me of the Green Requiem, which would just shingle shangle and cure people. This one shingle shangles, but instead it emits poison clouds. So, uh, yep. similar like to the possessors, like touching you and sapping you of health. If you attack it for too long while it's emitting poison, you're going to take a hefty amount of damage. So watch your ass, careful. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty straightforward. At the end, you just examine. There's a lot of it's it's again they're chunky boys. And there's a lot of spawns in the Lotus Forest, so it, it seems like it takes forever. But in actuality, isn't that hard, but but still, it's, it's kind of longer than it needs to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's four in here. The Mad Hatter's Serum exists. I think there's some chests in there, but there's nothing in, there's nothing required in there. Uh, I thought hmm. it was weird. The la- So after you defeat the four from the flowers, uh, Cheshire Cat pops up and he's like, Hey, hey, you beat the ones in here. Oh, but isn't there one left? Who really knows? And he yeah, he, he does, he's doing the thing. He does, yeah, yeah exactly. It. But he also doesn't give you a very good hint. He's just like, oh, there's one more. It's not in here. I'm like, okay, there's like three other rooms it could be in, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, surprise! It's in the castle room, which castle room uh, area, Queen's Throne, uh, which I did not get the first time. So I went back to the bizarre room and like banged my head against the wall before realizing oh god yeah <laughs> yeah i i just peeked at your notes and i was like well thank god i don't have to <laughs> tramps around like an idiot trying to find this stupid cage that yeah. I definitely because he specifically says he calls it a bird cage which i mean i guess it is there's literally like a bird like ornament like that's like the yeah it's style like a bird cage even has like the cover like you know when alice was originally yeah. hidden behind it in cage one but, yeah, but I, I never thought of it as a bird cage. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So a little kind of a weird one, but uh, nonetheless, it's it's similar to um, Halloween Town, where Zero kind of points out, "Hey, you should examine this," and it's like, "Oh, I can't like examine this," and you have to jump, and then you get like a, a point of interest. Oh yes. So once you jump, yeah. the cage, the cage, the, you know, it gets a little cursor, and it's like, ah, and as you hit it, mm-hmm. it comes down, and once you hit it, once at the lowest, it'll spawn. The last concerto Woo. and a bunch of other boys, and then from there, kill it. You'll be all set. Yes, except you won't be, uh, <laughs> because you have to backtrack to the RTC and you have to go through the bizarre room, and to move forward, you got to shrink and to shrink. You got to drink the bottle and drink the bottle. You have to be absent of enemies. Yep. And this goddamn room is like a fucking clown car with these heartless just <laughs> popping up every single step you take. And oh my god, I had to take out at least ten of them just just to move forward. <laughs> oh, it's driving me nuts. And the worst was the gray whatever it's called. Uh, Caprice, Caprice, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, like, there was one that pops up right by the table, and I was like, okay, I'll just take you out, and I like got it to, like, almost, it had, like, two little pips of health left, mm-hmm. and then it just disappeared, I was like, what? <laughs> and then it reappears with full health, I'm full like, health. oh my god, yep. are you kidding me? <laughs> what the hell is this game right now? Today, <sighs> Roxas truly understood what rage felt like. Nobody felt yeah. emotion. Here's here's a new emotion for you, idiot. <laughs> oh my god, it's the worst. Yeah, like you got all those guys. You got the sergeants who also have a pretty decent amount of health. You got the big flowers which have a lot of health, and then sometimes they're just you know invincible. Oh mm-hmm. my god, terrible, just terrible. I hate it. <laughs> 
It's mostly over now, or at least this mission is over now. For now, yeah. Is this going to happen every single time? Can we RTC in the Queen's Castle, please? (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, so that's that mission. Um, So we'll get back to the tower. Uh, where Axel and Roxas are talking about Shion, and oh man, when I saw her, man. Oh, we should say Roxas did go and visit Shion uh, against Sykes's orders before the mission, and yep, they 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 swip swap, they or flip flopped, where instead of Roxas being the unconscious one, now Shion's the unconscious mm. one, and now Roxas is bringing her shells. Oh, how sweet. Um, and yeah. He's telling Axel, man, when I saw her like that, I just what if she'll never wake up? She will. Oh. Okay. Uh, but what if, what if, what if? No, she will. She'll be fine. Calm down. <laughs> we have the best nobody uh, doctors working on her as we speak, Rox. <laughs> it, it's all of a sudden a medical drama now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but yeah, basically Rox is worried, like, oh, like, She's a weird nobody, and none of us know what's going on with her, except Mm. Sykes, apparently. And basically tries to get Axel to find out what Shion's deal is, uh, which he does so obligingly. Um, He also chastises Roxas for talking like a real boy, which I'm not really sure what he was getting in there. I guess he's saying, why do you care? Yeah, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the, oh, you're talking, it's almost like you're talking as if you're somebody with emotions. (laughs) Like, where have you been for the past three months? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like, like, Shion had this exact same reaction when Roxas was unconscious, and she, like, barely even knew him at that point. So, like, why are you acting like this is, like, so unreal? Like, oh, you care for your friend? What's wrong with you? Uh, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, but, yeah, Axel obliges, and he goes to get the deets from Sykes, and Sykes says, don't play me like that. Don't try to act like you're my buddy buddy when you're hanging out with those losers. Mm. And you haven't been straight with me, so I'm not going to be straight with you. So, no. I'm not telling you diddly doodah. Mm. You're just going to live with it. <laughs> uh, interesting. Interesting. So, I mean, yeah, they've, they've had this sort of, like, friendly... Not friendly, but, like, almost antagonistic, like, friendship this entire time. And, I mean, every time, like, you know, Axel's like, I'll go do my thing, even though you say to do that thing. But, yep. yeah, it, it, now Syax is like, I'm done with your bullshit. He's like, I can't, mm-hmm. you're, I know you're lying to my face, so I can't trust you. So why would I tell you something extremely important that you're asking me right now? It's, you know, it's not an even give and take. It's, the scales have been tipped, and mm-hmm. Syax does not want to tip anymore. But yeah. But sigh, sigh. <laughs> yeah, he basically just shuts Axel down and says, no, you can go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. And, and mm. Very much in his cold demeanor, uh, a line, I mean, very it's very similar to the start of the day when he's like, he keeps for Shion as the thing or a thing. Yes. He mentions that Shion has no right to be among our number. Very much like mm. she does not deserve to be in the organization. That stung. Right. That stung a little. Yeah, um, and then I think he says something along the lines of, just look at her face, or maybe even its face. So it's pretty clear that 
or at least I think it's clear, mm. uh, that Sykes is still seeing the no-face version of Shion, which is like, oh, Seems like that's it, yeah. peculiar. Why is he seeing her differently? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. So, we're starting to dig up the mysteries of Shion. So, like I said at the top, I'm hoping that's going to be the new story focus instead of, hey, Axel, why am I hungry? Hungry like a real person? <laughs> you sure are acting like you have a real stomach right now. <laughs> and Roth's just whiling away like skin and bones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so... Yeah, Shion is out of commission, but Roxas is doing his due diligence by bringing her little Shellies. So, we end this day with her bringing him, or with him bringing her another one. So she's got two canum, two seashells, two shells. She, 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 Shion sells seashells by the seashore. She shouldn't sell them. She, um, I don't know. Something else that begins with she. Yeah, it doesn't start with an S. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that is that is the state of things. Um, we do get a dodge roll three. Um, I'm not really sure how we're meant to say that, but Me level three neither. dodge roll, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a dodge roll that has, like, link zones attached to it. Uh, we don't have any link panels for this as of yet, I believe. Uh, maybe. Right. I think there's maybe one in... I forget if it's the shop or it's the synthesis. I think there's one that lets you... Uh, it might be dodge rush. So it might be the one that turns dodge roll into an attack that stuns people. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah uh, we that don't... sounds right. Yeah, the link panels for this are very few and far between. So if you don't have any, just keep using your OG single panel dodge roll and you'll be fine for now. Yeah, I didn't even bother because I was like, I don't... What's the use of this? Yep. Um, so, yeah, that is it for today. So, woo! Yep. We seem to be in the thick of it. Yeah. So we will see what we have in store next week. Um, like I said, I think Beast Castle's done mm-hmm. story-wise. I'm I was hoping Olympus so, yeah. is wrapping up. Although they didn't really make any mention to this quote-unquote trainee or whatever they're referring to this mystery guest as. Um, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, yeah, we got Wonderland. Very curious what sort of story they're going to ring out of there. Because, I mean, I imagine Alice won't show up, but who knows? Maybe she will. Mm-hmm. But if not, that just leaves the Cheshire Cat, who's just going to keep trolling you. <laughs> which maybe that's what they're going to lean into. There's the doorknob, who's just a doorknob in one place and can't really do anything, and then the queen, who's just going to yell. So, boy, the sparks sure are going to fly. Um, <laughs> Perhaps they'll fly on, you know, next installment of Kingdom Hearts yeah. by Heart. Yeah, we shall see. So, thank you so much for listening to my 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 groveling. This is very therapeutic for me. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you can do things in the meantime. If you enjoyed listening, you can rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Yes. Uh, 
You can also email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also tweet at us if that's more your bag, baby. Uh, same handle, khbhpodcast. Um, you can tell a friend who you may or may not love. I don't know. <laughs> what is love? We haven't found out yet. Yep. Well, um, we'll get to it one day, but today's not that day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that is indeed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry now. <laughs> oh, one thing I will say is, um, Speaking of cry, so I just play the game without my headphones at this point. Mm. I think we were saying this last episode. Oh, the last episode, yeah. All the music is recycled, yeah. But we do, at this final cutscene of the shells, get the, the tiniest little hint of Shion's theme. Yes! Uh, which is uh, probably the best track in the game, uh, but we haven't like heard it like in full yet. So, yeah. Stay tuned for that, but that, that that means there's something very important happening whenever that song plays. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, plot things are happening. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Alrighty. Yeah. Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, Enjoy the ice cream without us. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> Yeah, that thing. <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Bye. Woo. <laughs>